All right, everyone, welcome to the Greg's Garage Pod with co-host Jason Pridmore, presented by Bike911.com. That's right, if you need some legal advice and you need to reach out to somebody, hey, maybe you're in a motorcycle accident, you want to talk to a motorcycle rider, Alex Asante is your guy, Bike911.com. Go check him out, it's a website. Well, everybody, Jason Pridmore is not on this podcast, and I am not doing this solo. Hello, I, hello. I, oh God, I can't believe I'm doing this, but... <laughs> This has been a long time coming. My older brother is here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Jeff White. Hey, Greg. How are you? I'm fine, Jeff. How are you? Excellent. Thanks for having me on today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're you're welcome. Thanks for bailing me out on this one. No problem. You know, whatever JP needs, I'm there for him. All right. Where are you? Where are you in the world? I'm in the Northeast, sitting in Connecticut right now. Kind of cold, dreary day. Just uh, waiting for everything to warm up and... Get back out on the uh, tracks here on the East Coast. We talked about you going to Chuckwalla, and apparently had your schedule wrong last week. So you've been going out to Chuckwalla lately. Tell us about that. What are you going out there to do, like, and all that stuff? Yeah, I've been going out there once a month since December. I'm back out there, I think, the 6th or 7th of March, and then back in April. So uh, just hanging out in Garage Ocho. With, uh, yeah, you know, my guys out there, Jason and Albert and Richie Alexander and uh, Corey. So having a great time out there and hanging with JP and his whole uh, crew also. And awesome. you rent a, a bike to do track days? Uh, I was riding a bike uh, for half of the season. And then I uh, got, a, got a bike out there that I'm going to be using the rest of the time. When I'm you out have there. a bike out there now? Uh, technically, yes. Yeah, why are you wait, smiling? Wait for the press wait, release. Wait, wait, when, when exactly are you going to tell me? <laughs> Just wait you, for the press release. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dope. You bought a bike out there or did you ship a bike out there? I bought a bike out there. What'd you get? We'll kind of just leave it at that for right now. You are such a shithead. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, you know, I just hope people just, don't get confused right now, too, because a lot of people say when uh, I'm at the track, they go, you sound just like your brother. So, uh, you know, people might have a hard time discerning who's uh, G-Dub and who's uh, J-Dub. That Jason White, our younger brother? Oh, nice. Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, I mean Mr. Rock Solid himself. <sighs> all right, listen, yeah. if, if you're thinking about turning this podcast off, don't do it, all right? We're going we're gonna to be talking to Cameron Bobier. I already recorded it. We talked earlier on his way to the track because they're testing Button Willow today. And Cameron picked a winner. We're giving away a Moto America Live Plus code so you can have moto america live plus for the season and cameron bobier already picked a number so you want to listen to that interview coming up but we're going to be talking obviously to jeff white here we're going to be talking to cameron bobier pick that winner for moto america live plus with the code we're going to be talking about world superbike testing because they test phillip island where they're racing this weekend so we're going to also talk a little bit about that and then we'll dive into supercross supercross fantasy and all that kind of crap but Before we get to any of that stuff, Jeff White, you know the drill. It's time for news presented by Arai. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jeff, did you know that for three generations, Arai's been making some of the world's best helmets? And, of course, Arai Helmets meets all safety standards. But they also provide themselves with a blend of engineering tech and human craftsmanship. That makes an Arai helmet fit better and feel better. Probably hear me better if I turn this down a little bit. Um, Hey, your head's worth the best, so go visit AraiAmericas.com for more information on tech Fit paint jobs, AraiAmericas.com, because you owe it to you. Do, do, do. And you trust your noodle to an Arai helmet, don't you? Absolutely. Don't wear anything else but Arai. 
Well, there you go. All right, let's get into it a little bit here. Uh, right. First and foremost, your boy Brandon Posh is back with Altus Motorsports in this year's UASA Stock 1000 class. The Daytona 200 winner finished fourth in last year's championship. And I think Jeff White, uh, I think he has to be considered one of the favorites in Stock 1000 for the season, don't you? Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, putting last year together and him learning the bike a little better and gelling with the team, I think he has a great shot. He'll be a front runner. Uh, is Corey's out. Corey, the national championship, he's going to Superbike, right? Correct. I mean, you know more than I do because you hang out with him on the regular, apparently. You know, out of Chuck Walla. So, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can drop all the names you want. You hang out with Corey, Rispoli. Oh, yeah. Jason yeah. Pridmore, all that kind of stuff. Hey, now, I, no, I think Posh, I think it's a good move. I think he's going to do well. Um, yeah, great move. All right. So... Let's get into this a little bit. I'm going to make sure that the volume is up because in this next news item, there are seven riders uh, that are currently testing at Buttonwillow with uh, on the superbike side of things, the Medallia Superbike class. Jake Gagne is on the Fresh and Lean Progressive Attack Yamaha, and he's been at the top spot. Cameron Peterson, his teammate, is missing this test due to arm pump surgery that he's had. But the three Titler guys are out there, Cambobier, Corey Alexander, and PJ Jacobson, as well as the Vision Wheel M4 X-Star Suzuki riders of Richie Escalante and Tony Elias. And yes, you're not listening to a two-year-old podcast. Tony Elias is back <laughs> in the mix. Um, obviously, for Cameron Bobier, he's second quickest so far, and he's on the BMW. And he was on his way to the track this morning, Jeff White, and I had a chance to talk to Bobier for about 20 minutes and here is how it went all right cam so let's talk man so you're back in the states you're in the middle of a test couple day test day uh you know on this bmw i still don't think the team is officially launched though like i don't i don't think have they no no i think they're they're i heard they're working on uh they're working on something they're working on an announcement here pretty quick in the next couple weeks so so that'll be cool all right so how are things man you got to ride it a few months ago now you're back on it how are things on the bmw yeah it was good we're we're kind of hoping we were we could just pick up where we left off here a couple months ago uh but we got here and realized that uh attack wanted to ride run the track the other direction which makes sense you know like they've been riding out here quite a bit and uh they wanted to try some stuff in the other direction and so yeah so we we did that and i was a little bummed at first just because i wanted to kind of compare with you know some of the we we got a new swing arm to try which we're going to try today and we have a new electronics package and obviously we have some other stuff to run through like just setting wise just uh uh to see what works and what doesn't with me and just for me to get more time on the bike and get used to it right so um we were still able to get that done though, which is cool. And we tried some different electronic stuff yesterday from the world Superbike guys, the BMW guys over in Europe. Um, just like some more, some more torque reduction stuff and, uh, making the bike a little bit more rideable. Cause this thing's a, <laughs> this thing's a beast. It's, uh, it's pretty wicked. Like I said before. So, but yeah, it was, it was good. You know, we, we only did, I think everyone only did like 30 35 laps uh it was super nice in the morning it was like 70 70 degrees in the morning uh all the way up until like two o'clock and then the wind came in and it was like 25 mile an hour gusts yeesh uh and yeah sand blowing all over the track (laughs) so uh 
I went out and, you know, tried to ride a little bit, but it wasn't even worth it. Like it was, especially the way we were running it. It's a long six, six, uh, gear, six gear, uh, straight away that goes in the riverside and man, it's like a little bumpy and the, the wind was just trying to like blow the front wheel out from under you. And it was, uh, it was no fun. So we ended early and, uh, we stayed on like the, you know, same hard tires all day and we were able to do some decent times. So that was cool. Um, we definitely have a ways to go, you know, uh, Jake was riding really good. Like he was smashing out 41s pretty much all day. Uh, and Maddie was right there too. And same with the other guys. So it was just nice being out on track with, uh, you know, some of the, you know, most of the fast guys in, in the class and, uh, not just being out here by myself. So that was cool. And, uh, we'll see, see how today goes. Do you have more front end feel in this BMW than you did in your moto two bike already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say so. Like, it's funny, just like my, I don't know. I was, I was actually taught, I just ran into Hayes at Starbucks this morning on the way to the track. And, uh, he was like, man, like I was expecting something different from you coming from moto two he was like it looks like you just went right back to your uh like right back to your superbike style kind of just yeah just kind of mellow sitting in the middle of the seat and i was like <laughs> man like i don't really feel like i feel like i'm trying you know but uh yeah i i just i think the superbike just comes a little more natural to me you know yeah um, i mean that's just and these tracks and yeah, this bike and the tire and everything. Like, I was able to get up to speed pretty quick yesterday, and I think that's just. I mean, I've been doing riding superbikes for a while now, you know. So, it uh, it felt good. What have you been doing most of the winter, training wise? Like, what have you been up to? I um, yeah, since the last test here, we went to Shelby and I went to Mexico. I've never been to Mexico, and oh. uh, we went with with uh her parents out to mexico and family uh to cabo and hung out there for a week and that was super fun it was a good time went fishing and just hung out had some drinks and some fish tacos and uh, it was so awesome it was so fun and uh yeah and other than that just been getting back on my bicycle uh with some buddies and uh riding some motocross at home with my brother and and uh some buddies also and yeah it's been it's been a super good off season my wife shelby she's uh she's only got like three and a half months left which is pretty crazy it's gonna get real here pretty quick with uh with the baby boy coming so that's pretty that's pretty cool oh it's a baby boy do you guys pick a name yet uh yeah yeah he's gonna be uh little brody little brody so that'll be cool cool we haven't really taught. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble from Shelby. We haven't really told you know anybody. But, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, uh, nobody listens to this podcast anyway. What's the big deal? <laughs> but yeah, we're, I'm uh, I'm excited, man. I was building building the crib last week, and oh my gosh, dude! It's, yeah, it's, I all right. So answer, answer this question, okay? Because you got you got obviously you've had a big off season. Uh, you got a pregnant wife. I'm sure she's she's. I mean, she's probably super fit still, but probably eating more than normal. So, where are we? Where are we, Cam? Where are we from Moto Two Weight to Superbike Weight? I mean, we know it's okay to you know carry. Oh a couple extra. my gosh, dude! Huh? Oh, no, I'm actually I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm uh, 
I'd say I'm like a few, you know, a f- five, few, a few five pounds heavier All right. than, than Moto two weight. You know, well, you need you, you but, need it on a super bike, don't you? You know, you need that you need that swing arm to collapse and get that good gription. You know, exactly. Drive. You need it right in the belly, <laughs> dude. I have unbelievable super bike grip. It's uh, it's unparalleled. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Bet. Oh I yeah, bet. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> what uh. When you think about the BMW and the in the limited laps you've had on it so far, what is it about the characteristics of the bike that you like? I mean, does it turn well? Does it really stable under braking? Is it come off the corner like an animal? Like what what would you say is kind of stands out in terms of not comparing it to anything else, but just something you really like? Or is it still too early? I feel like what I like about it is you I guess you just you know what you're getting like it just gives you good feedback on the front end and also the rear um i like i obviously like how fast it is like it's so fast up on like up on top the thing just screams um it can be a handful at times you know that's why we were uh i those torque maps that we got from the world superbike guys i think that's really going to help us once we dive more into that just mellowing the thing out a little bit which mm-hmm. we can, which is good because it is so fast. Um, and we just really need to work on like the edge grip and turning. Like that's where, that's where we need to, uh, I wouldn't say fix this thing, but make it better. Um, because especially when the tire drops and stuff like that, that's, uh, I think that's really where the Yamaha is better than, than our bike right now. So, but mm-hmm. I mean, man, it's only the third day. We're That's what I'm on saying. It's only third four day. Days on the bike, and um, yeah, we just gotta keep trucking along, you know. But listen, from the lesson that was learned back in in the early days in 2016, when Tony Elias showed up, and all of a sudden he had a motorcycle that was set up to basically outbreak everybody and then park everybody, he became difficult to race. You know, you guys got to kind of sort it out second half of 17, 18 on how to race the guy. What are you thinking about now when you look across the aisle at Gagne and you go, I need a weapon, I need a motorcycle to race him. What are your thoughts about the difference between the bike you want and the bike you're going to have to ride to be able to compete, not just on speed, but, you know, we're talking like when you get down to it and you want the lead and you're going to have to force the issue, what are you thinking yet? Or is it still too early to even go down that road? To be honest, I think it's a little too early, but that's, I mean, kind of going back to what I'm saying, like, I think the motor's not the problem. Like, it has great torque. It's got great top speed. Um, I think we really just need to, we need to work on, on the chassis and get the, pick the edge grip up a little, a little bit and pick the turning up a little bit. And they have some ideas on, like, for that, which will be good. But, uh, I mean, to be honest, like, I think we need to get more on, more on a level playing field with jake like just speed wise time wise before we're you know we start thinking about that you know mm-hmm. also you know also cam so cam was going really fast at the last test too obviously he's uh uh he's not here at this test i think he's getting a uh, arm pump surgery or something he already had but, it uh, he already had the arm pump surgery so i think he's recovering from it okay gotcha. which i wonder if he's able to play call of duty with do you think he'd be able to play call of duty after oh, arm yeah. pump surgery Oh, oh you can. yeah. Oh, you can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been down that road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, I think I think we just need to get 
you know, get a little closer, get a little comfier, and then we'll we'll start, you know, we'll start figuring more stuff out. But uh, but I mean, I'm no lie, it's 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 going to be tough going up against the attack boys. You know, they're they're super dialed in right now, and um, it's going to be fun though. You know, it's just like a new challenge, and or we're chasing right now, and uh, it's it's cool. Well, listen, man, I know you pulled over off the side of the road on your way to testing today. It's Wednesday, February 22nd. So appreciate you taking the time and can't wait to see you. Uh, are you making your way to Daytona for any reason or were you just going to see you at Road Atlanta first? No, I'm just going to go to Road Atlanta. Uh, I'll watch, obviously watch at home, watch the 200 and watch flat track and Supercross at home. It would be cool to get out there, but uh, I'm not going to, I don't think, I don't have any plans to right now. But. Yeah. Eh, I mean, it's Daytona, you know, I, I get it. Not going to race the 200. It's like a lot of travel and but I'd rather stay home and, and train anyway, you know, especially try to drop the, those three extra pounds. you <laughs> <laughs> Hey, real, no, real, yeah. real quick, real quick. Um, what do you think about Supercross this year and this, the way Man, the season is going? It's so good. Like that's my, I'd looked forward to that all week, honestly. Like, are we, get the buddies together and watch supercross on the couch i didn't go to oakland we planned on going to oakland but uh uh my mechanic ferdy that i brought over from europe yeah he his flight got delayed and he'd never been to supercross and he's super into it and uh so that was a bummer like he flew in he was supposed to fly in the night before and like i think it was uh his flight time like it turned in it was supposed to be like a 26 hour trip or something like that. And it turned into like a 46 hour trip because oh, no. his flight, it was like a, yeah, it was one of those days, one of those days flying. He had to sleep in the airport and all that stuff. But anyways, no, Supercross has been, oh, it's been so good. I'm, uh, I'm super impressed with like, I mean, a few, a few different things, you know, like just how good Jet is and how easy he's winning those races um how good how far off cooper can be on paper time wise and then still somehow almost win like almost win on the night or win on the night like he did the other night um it's it's impressive and and also just like how much speed chase has like there's there's a a lot to it right now there's a lot there's a lot going on in Supercross, and it's just it's a super exciting season, that's for sure. How do you think uh, Jet's going to do climbing on a 450? I know that after the last race in a post race press conference, he talked about they're going to start. He's going to start riding the bike a little bit, the 450, uh, like Supercross wise, because they still don't know when you get to this Super Motocross, like what the track track's going to be like. Is it going to be an outdoor bike? Is it going to be a Supercross? Is it going to be a blend? So he's already on the 450. What do you think about how he's going to do on it? Man, I think it's it's hard to think he wouldn't he's not gonna be at the front, you know? Uh yeah. I think that he's gonna have some stuff to figure out. Um like he's gonna be riding at a different level, obviously. Uh he might go through some things like Chase is going through a little bit, but man, he <laughs> he's mm. so good. Like he's so fast, he's got so much talent and uh yeah, it's be, almost like it's he's got some in reserve, right? Like he can, yeah. he doesn't have to push it 100%. He's fine pushing at 98%, which keeps him kind of safe. It's going to be interesting, too, like who's going to go where, too. You know, you hear like Chase is going to KTM and like 
who knows where Coop's going to go? Who knows if Tomac's really going to retire? Uh, Dude, if I yeah. was Tomac and I saw Jet coming, I'd be like, all right, peace out. Oh, whatever. <laughs> hey, what, what, speaking of that, do you think Do you think a couple races ago that, I don't know, because you have your boys with you, but do you think Carmichael was too harsh on Chase Sexton, especially after what we know from the last race? Uh, did you hear? Like, I think, did you hear I, don't, the- I don't necessarily think it's like, I don't necessarily, I think it's just constructive criticism more than anything. You know, like he, Carmichael more than anyone, like you want to, you respect his opinion, you know, yeah. uh, come in front, like as the rider and, and Chase knows that, you know, like he, he knows like, uh, whatever's going on, like he obviously needs to clean up and like speed is obviously not the problem. Like speed's not the issue. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's strange. Like it seems like when he when he's comfortable up front and he just needs he has those five minutes left or something, and he when he does dial it back that little bit, like that's when stuff happens. It seems like it's it's strange. Yeah, it is strange. Uh, and man, like <laughs> I don't, I've I couldn't even imagine riding one of those tracks for a second. But like, if you you do you see the the tracks at the end of those those Ugh. 20 minutes it's yeah it's insane like what they're riding so it's absolutely uh, i can see like how it happens it just it's a bummer that it keeps happening because he is so good you know yeah but, yeah they say he does stuff on the bike that, that other people don't do he's just incredibly talented so where he ends up is going to be interesting I've, I've definitely enjoyed the supercross season and i look forward to saturday night when i have time to watch and i get my fantasy picks in because it's all yeah. about that fantasy picks i know i'm getting smoked and pulled right now it's my first year doing it i never are you doing doing our league are you jumped in our league are you doing oh i'm doing a league with my a few of my friends and uh i'm terrible like i'm it's taking me a little bit to get going you can you can join our league like it doesn't matter you can join 50 leagues but it's you don't have to pick different it's all your your picks and you just kind of you know like pile in speaking of which cam since i have you here before i let you go Speaking of Pulp MX, um, in the Greg's Garage Pod Fantasy League, we have 316 players, and I have a Moto America Live Plus subscription to give away, and we're going to do it this week with somebody. So do me a favor. You're going to pick it. So pick a number between 1 and 316. I'll go with uh, 6. 6. Okay. Uh, that's Aja Buell, A-J-A Buell. Aja Buell, you just won yourself a Moto America Live Plus subscription courtesy of Cameron Bobier, pick number six, and that's where you are in the Greg's Garage Pod Fantasy League running right now. So just reach out to me on social media. It's Instagram or whatever is at Greg White TV, whatever. There's links in there. So Or reach out to Pridmore, and we will get you your Moto America Live Plus code for the season. So thanks for picking that number, Bobier. <laughs> Six out of 316. You're a beaut, man. Really Love good that. job. All right. Well, when when do you get home so we can uh, so you can rage quit Call of Duty? We can get on. Uh, I'll be home. I'll be home late tonight. Okay. Most likely. So. All right. So maybe we can jump on later in the week and uh, yeah, see if you. I would. Does your internet better during the day and it slows down at night when people get home from work? Or is yeah, this- Shelby gets home, wants to watch net- Netflix, you know, and <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I'm more of like, a, if, I, if I'm if i playing these days, it's more like morning, you know. Yeah, so yeah, 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 all waiting right. Waiting on the good internet. Waiting well, now, now that we have Rebirth, man, I've got like, I mean, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, bro, but 
I got six wins so far in Rebirth. I'm just saying. I don't believe you. It's I got showing you my statistics. And last <laughs> time I looked, my KD was like almost point nine or something. Where like in the old version, it was point six. So I don't, you know. But I'm sure wow. it's I'm sure it's tanking. I'm sure it's wow. tanking. All right. Yeah. Well, it's it's I play with consistent people. You know, I'm not just going in random teams with that, which helps. So I, know, I, gotta, I need to need to get back to it. Yeah. Now you need better internet, so. Maybe we start a GoFundMe for Cameron's internet <laughs> so he can play Call of Duty. All right, bro. Listen, enjoy the test today. Good luck. Hope everything goes well. I know the weather's still kind of iffy out there at Button Willow, but I hope you get all the testing and stuff done. Will this be? Will, will you guys have anything more testing wise before you end up at Road Atlanta, or is this uh, most most likely we'll we'll do something else? I don't know if it's going to be here at Button Willow or something back east, but. That's what I've heard. I think I think we still have some more stuff coming. Uh, well, I mean, we're still on the old bike. We're not supposed to get the new bikes until oh, pretty yeah. close to the start of the year or start yeah, of the end season. Of, end so, of February is what I heard, right? Uh, maybe even later than that. Oh, so, okay. Wow. I'm not quite sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, March. Because we don't we don't actually race until, what, the second or third week in April? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's February is the... the, the, the the, the, I'm an idiot. It's already <laughs> February. Yeah, in like a month or so, or more than that. So but. we have some we have some time, but it's going to come up quick. So, uh, but I mean, the boys are busting their butts, and they'll uh, they'll have stuff ready. So it'll be cool. All right, cool. Well, thank it. thanks for talking to us. When I'm done with you, I, you know, and this recording's over. I've got to get back to the podcast with Jeff White if he's even still here. So, you want to say anything to Jeff White before I leave? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck dealing with your brother. Yeah, wait, wait. You telling me that, or are you telling him that? Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm telling him that. Nah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. Have fun today. All Good right. luck. All right. See you. Appreciate Thanks. you. Bye. All right, Jeff White. So let's say that you know you just listened to this podcast with your boys. What, yes. what are your comments after listening to Cameron's comments? Uh, nobody cares about Call of Duty. Number one, <laughs> I think JP would have my back on that one. First of all, all right. <laughs> what's, your, what's your kill ratio, Ken man? Peterson what's your kill plays, ratio? That's true. Schultz plays. That's true. All the big Josh boys Aaron play. Plays. Oh my Just goodness! Saying. That's you got that right. And uh, I took away the super bike grip that you might have. I do like that aspect. You like that? You like yeah. That? yeah, 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 yeah. No, but uh, seriously, it's going to be awesome to have Cam back in the series, Tony back in the series. I mean, a couple of familiar faces, the battles that those guys used to have. It's just going to be really fun to watch. There's a lot of front runners, I feel, that will be uh, you know, leading the way this season. The BMW guys, the Yamaha guys, Suzuki. It's going to be real, real fun, real fun to watch this year. What do you think about some of the other stuff that's going on? Like Super Sport Class, obviously, is getting pretty stacked. We know that Debrino's coming in with an MV Augusta for a couple rounds. Debrino, yeah. Yeah, we know that Chavi Forez is coming in to take that number one bike, you know, from Heron, who's going to Superbike, you know, which is another rider we haven't had a chance to talk about, but uh, in Superbike, because you add him to the mix, and all of a sudden now you got another front runner on the Ducati. So Superbike's going to be interesting, but Super Sport, it looks like it's going to be good too. There's more GSXR 750s in the mix. There's the possibility of triumphs coming in. This MV Augusta. Do you like that class? Is that a class that you? Yeah, Super Sport is going to be fantastic. All the guys moving up in class to that. Uh, the new names coming in. I mean, realistically, all the classes in Moto America are, are just like fantastic. There's consistent racing up at the front. Who's moving to what manufacturer? Who's moving classes? 
I mean, uh, it's just going to be great all the way around. All right, and we're still in the Arai news, so we got another item, and that is in MotoGP is that the entry list for the new era Moto E is out. Ducati is now the supplier for the Moto E bikes, and it's a new era in Moto E, and those Ducati bikes look amazing. However, if you look at the 18-rider entry list, nine of them are Italian, six are Spanish, leaving Eric Renato, uh, Hikaru Okubo, right? Okubo, yeah, and Randy Krumenacher, as the non-Italian or Spanish, of course, Granado's Brazilian, Okubo is Japanese, and Krumenacher is Swiss. But have you seen anything like the what that bike looks like? And uh, do you ever? Have you, you've probably never even seen a Moto E race, have you? I think I saw one Moto E race last year, but I haven't really followed it too closely. I just kind of get the the little news reports here and there about it. Yeah, those those Ener- Energica, Energica bikes, whatever they're called. Yeah. We'll know more about that, but I know that uh, your boy Stefano Mesa is going to be racing one full time in the four hooligans races in Moto America this I year. I did see that. I did see that. So yeah. that that'll be that'll be pretty cool. Bring some All right. Interest. Well, that's that's your news presented by Arai. So Jeff, let's get over to uh, the test. So World Superbike is at Phillip Island, Australia, and they arrived obviously a week before the test or before the the race. The race begins this weekend, and of course in the states you got to keep an eye on it. it really starts. Uh, I think tomorrow, Thursday night in the States because it's Friday morning over in Australia. Correct. But in terms of the test itself, you know, it's it's not a tremendous surprise, I guess. Alvaro Bautista ends up at the top of the timesheets after two days of testing at a 130.272. Andrea Locatelli, who had a really solid test, he was second fastest, only 72 thousandths of a second off. That was a, a bit of an eyebrow raiser because a lot of people thought that Locatelli wasn't going to be a part of the Pata Yamaha team moving forward, but he is. And speaking of that, Michael Ruben Rinaldi, who is retained by Aruba.it, Ducati, he ends up P3 with Jonathan Ray in fourth. And this is the big one, Damia Gerter, your, your Super Sport World Champion. He is in P5, and in one of the sessions, he was like second quickest, and Top Rack ends up in sixth spot. So things kind of look to be the same uh, with a couple of surprises in testing. Now, the thing is, Jeff, is that we look at like one lap time and we rank everybody, but it's not really the case. You've got to look at all the lap times combined, the average time that they were testing and really to get a good idea. And if you look at that, um, you actually have Johnny Ray a lot closer in times. You know, I think he was second quickest. That was all done by uh, Chris Pike on Twitter, which I don't have pulled up right now. But but at least it kind of sets the tone for the team if they're kind of that top five, you know, at least gives them some confidence and something to really shoot for. Like, uh, you know, the BMWs are kind of down at that lower part and they're all kind of grouped together. So what's going on with that, you know, the BMW crew? Yeah, that's actually, that's a good question. Like what, what are they sorting out? And, right. you know, I, I also wonder if Bobier and those guys are looking at, those times in world superbike because they are getting direct help from that team uh the world superbike stuff and if you look at it like the fastest bmw ended up being scott redding he was in 12th place and then baz right with him and then Gerloff was the 17th place rider mm. the thing that's really concerning i think the most is the fact that team hrc and that honda cbr 1000 rrrrrrrr <laughs> is Lekawona is in 11th place and they really have said in the news, like they're baffled. They're baffled as to why 
they can't, I mean, their motor's fast. They just can't get the bike to go as fast. I know that people are yakking about this whole weight thing. You know, uh, you've heard about it on the podcast too. What are your thoughts on adding weight to a world superbike bike to try to even, even things out? Do you think that that's even a good idea anymore? I mean, we've been through it in our series also. If somebody starts to really win, pull ahead of everybody else, and they try to bring it back. Uh, I, I don't know. You know what? I'm still kind of up in the air about adding the weight to that. Um, I know. Look, look. In the years past, just thinking about it, like yeah. When you when you start when you started really following racing closer in the '90s, you had a weight difference between a twin Ducati, which was allowed. You know, because it wasn't an inline four, it was a twin. It was allowed more displacement, and then there was a weight allowance, like it could be a little bit lighter and all that kind of stuff. And I think that there's been balancing that's tried to happen over the years that at the end of the day, it's just, it ends up being the talent of the rider, no matter what you do. Yeah, I agree with that. I was going to maybe mention that. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Right. Because even when you see a spec class, you see something like, I don't know, we've seen Aprilia cup, BMW boxer cup in Europe. They had the R6 cup and the ZX6 cup and the, you know, right, right. R3 R3 cup. 390, right. The 390. Yeah, there's cup always here, yeah. a winner somewhere. Like right. there's always talent always rises to the top. So I think really for me, you know, you're in the point with super sport where you're electronically balancing everything. You know, the weight is set on the bike and it's electronically balanced. It's like, I don't know, super bike just seems like kind of an elite class where you don't even mess with it. However, with that right. said, there was some news that broke that NBC will be airing, I think, six world Superbike events during the course of the year. So you definitely want to make sure you keep an eye on NBC's broadcast schedule. And I'm not sure if it's Peacock. I'm not sure if it's big NBC, but it's going to be through NBC Sports. And uh, if I find out the information on when World Superbike will be on U.S. television, I will also like put it out there on social media and I'll send it to JP so he can do the same thing. Don't bother with Jeff White's social media. It's it's complete. And utter no, it's it's yeah, it's like non-existent, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you do you uh, do you get a chance to watch Supercross or do you keep an eye on Supercross? At all yeah, I definitely day? keep an eye on Supercross. I didn't see last week's race, but uh, I agree with Bobier. Pretty much what he's saying about Jet Lawrence and Cooper Webb. I mean, it's so much fun watching watching that series and what's going on. Yeah, yeah, real it's good. pretty gnarly. Real good. So in in Oakland, Eli Tomac wins the 450 race over Cooper Webb by eight tenths of a second, and a lot of that had to do with Cooper keeping Eli honest, and then Eli making a mistake on the last lap, nearly threw it away. And Cooper Webb almost able to capitalize on it. Chase Sexton had a ton of speed early on, led a lot of the laps, made a mistake, ends up 13 seconds back in third place. Aaron Plessinger continues a really solid season in fourth. Jason Anderson, fifth. Justin Barsha, Christian Craig, Savachi, Colt Nichols, and Justin Cooper. In the championship, Tomac, uh, oh, I don't know. Actually, I don't even think I have the points pulled up. Do I have the points pulled up? I don't have the points pulled up, but I'm Tomac's. <laughs> Tomax leading the way. Let's put it that way. Uh, in 250, like you're saying, Jet Lawrence ends up winning yeah. 16 seconds over RJ Hampshire and Cameron McAdoo was 22 seconds back. Then you have Levi Kitchen on down through the field, but Jet was able to lap up to ninth place. So basically, ninth place was the last rider, which was Cole Thompson, who was on the lead lap, and, and Cole was a minute and four seconds behind on a lap that was the best lap that jet did was a minute, seven seconds. So he was 
pretty close to being lapped. In that points championship, this is the West we're talking about. Jet Lawrence has a 20-point lead. They still have five to go. I mean, how excited are you to see Jet Lawrence get on a 450, Jeff White? Just like everybody else. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Those guys, Tomac, Webb, Sexton, they're going to have to look out for this kid. You know? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's going to be I mean, my fun. biggest thing is I hope he just doesn't have teething problems. You know, the, the problem is, like, in road racing, we see some teething problems. You'll see people go out there, and they'll start – like Josh Hayes had a year or so uh, where he was like losing the front everywhere, right? right? Trying to figure out the limits and stuff. Generally, we get away with a lot more. Teething problems on Supercross can be like broken bones. And but stuff. it's also, is he also bringing some of his uh, familiar faces with him over to the new team if he goes 450? Yeah, I mean, he's HRC already, right? So right. You, would hope, you would have to think that basically... It'd be that I would think it would be just the same team giving them a bike, but it just depends on what they're going to do structure wise. Because right. if Chase Sexton leaves and people have jobs open, are they going to just move? Yeah, that's a good question. It's a really good, that's a good Wygant question to find out if, if Jet mo- or when Jet moves to 450 in HRC, is he get to keep the people he's with or is it going to transition? into right. like the chase team if he leaves and goes to ktm and all that stuff yeah because really as you know i mean it, it does make a big difference the comfort level as a rider you know with familiar faces and how people work and interact together i mean it makes a huge difference on the track itself so like you said interesting to see how that all plays out yeah it, you know i think you know that 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 just goes across like the whole thing doesn't it so it's right. like that that comfort level is not only do you need your crew chief comfortable you need your mechanics like you need as as the spanish would say you know, tranquilo, tranquilo, a tranquil environment, right? Yeah. But also, you know, that's that when you have a series like Supercross and you're going year in, year out, and you're familiar with all the travel, you're familiar with your hotel that you're staying at, how to get to the stadium, like all that stuff kind of puts your mind at ease. You know, it's it's a transition sometimes when we see like Americans go to race in Europe, they have a hard time transitioning in you know, oh, you know, what food am I going to eat? And I mean, even Bobier, he had been there already with Red Bull Rookies Cup, and, and he was, you know, Mark Marquez's teammate way back in uh, 2009, I mm-hmm. think, on a 125. So he was familiar with it. But even that, Cameron talked about how it was felt all new to him. You know, he had to get a place. He had to learn how to eat. And the, you know, where yeah, to your go training to schedule is yeah, all totally different to be here. Yeah, yeah. Customs, yeah, like the whole yeah. deal. It's just, it's just a totally different deal. All right, so let's move on to the Grace Garage Pod Fantasy. So it's Pulp MX Fantasy, and we have <laughs> what? What are you laughing? About? I don't know. It's, it seems like all the fun you guys are having. I know you said you have three hundred and sixteen mm-hmm. uh, people in in your uh, fantasy league. Maybe we should make it three seventeen. Maybe I should get my picks in before the weekend. Yeah, all I the mean, fun you guys are having. You, you know, what are you waiting for? I mean, first of all. It, in the pod, right, and this 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 goes directly to you, Mister Track Day, yeah, Mister Factory Track Day Rider. Yes, if you win this one, you get a brand new Arai helmet, and you get a set of Dunlop Q5 tires. That's the new Track Day tire that Dunlop has Love launched. Them. Love yeah, them. You've been Q5s. on them. You've been on Absolutely. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, second place gets a set of Q5s, and then third place we get a set of Q5s's. So since you've actually ridden on those things, and you were actually. You were at like their first event, weren't you? Tell us. Yeah, about that's that. correct. Yeah, was it uh, Pocono? Uh, Tony Romo came out with a pre-launch of the Q5s, and they were selling them that day for. Uh, eight. Don't don't say don't say. No, I wasn't going to say. I was going to say. No, <laughs> don't no, tell the price. It was unreal. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, they were they were. Yeah, 
So uh, anyway, yeah, great tire. I was out there with uh, with uh, the Ducati team. Josh Heron and stuff was out there that day. And uh, yeah, just having a good time, rocking on those tires and doing a little coaching. So you, you've ridden pretty much all of them, right? Q2s, Q3s, Q... That's correct, all the way through, yes. Q4s absolutely. and stuff. Yeah, Q3 did, pluses. Did you notice, yeah. notice a difference in the Q5? Yeah, the Q5, especially the Q5 front. It's really good. There's a lot of feel, a lot of feedback, a lot of grip on that front tire. And that. And do you do it? I mean, you do anywhere from what, 30 to 50 track days a year, possibly? A lot, a lot, yeah. yeah. Plus and coaching I, and stuff too, yeah. And I know that a lot of track day riders love like kind of a a different feel like, you know, Pirelli front, but you think that this thing is, is, is a mind changer. It's going to change a lot of people's minds or is it a matter of just trying to get them on it? Just trying to get them on it. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get them on it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in the fantasy thing, which maybe you should just sign up, I mean, it's free to sign up and why right. not participate. And I, you know, I do two things. We look at the overall and then I look at like the week. So like, for instance, if I go to to Oakland, Gearhead one six nine actually took the victory with a whopping two hundred seventy six points. Uh, Sofa King Kyle in second, Moto Guy seventy four. Your boy Corey Alexander finishes ninth. Good and job. your other boy, yeah, Greg's Garage Pod, which is me. Oh, I finally, finally. Had a decent week, and I finished tied for eleventh place with Hayden two five nine. Listen, that's fantastic for the week. But where are you still on page two or page three of the standings? Uh, hold on, mm. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking right now. I think I'm still on page three. It's a small victory, but uh, still on yeah. page three. So Rotten leads the way over Racer Russ in second place. Tay Belts in third. Beat JP forty three in fourth place. Let's go. Got to make nice. a big comeback. And then PM 140, and of course, we mentioned uh, Aja Buell in the mix in sixth, who won the Live Plus. Uh, Uncle Skip, by the way, is hovering around 12th place. So I'm in a separate league with Uncle Skip, Jason, and Chuck Axlin. And um, I actually won this week. of the, That was my first win. Oh, good for you. Which was good. <laughs> Wins a win. So let's see where our boy JP is, because he actually had a decent week. So he's up to 54th. So he's he's only four away from making page one. As opposed to me, I am still on page three and I am now up to 112th. Okay. And JP was 54, 55. You just, yeah. The worst part is we both missed a weekend. So it's pretty even to look at, look at JP. Understood. Yeah. He's he's been crushing it. So I put my, uh, my moto or my uh, fantasy philosophy to work. And so I'm like one for 40. Where it, where it actually Which works. Which is, how do you pick yours? You just take your bow and arrow out and shoot at the target? Kind of like, you know, when you pick the Super Bowl winner, the, you know, whichever the chicken kind of eats the feed, that's the winner. Is that what you do? Just kind of close your eyes and let it fly? Yeah, I just I just put a big printed out sheet of the qualifying result that's, and then yep. just shoot at it. That's it. No. You know, because I'm don't put them near, and you don't have to put them near the center because don't, you don't, don't you don't hit that center X too often. So I don't you put them off where to they the side. Land, jackass. I know mm. where they're going. Okay. Right. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How many gold medals? When are you leaving to go to Chuck Wall again? When yeah. Two me, weeks. <laughs> two weeks. All right. Two weeks. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know what? No, yeah. I will be I will be at Chuck Walla when you guys are at Daytona. So I'm sure we're all going to get together in. uh Let's say Simon's garage on the big screen and uh and watch Daytona with uh, you and JP and 
all of our friends out there and see what's going on. So that yeah, weekend, unless Simon we'll be goes back to out Daytona. There. It's just a, like that's the thing about the 200 that's cool. It's the 200 is not an actual Moto America points paying event. It's a one off event. Mm. Also, there's no tire control either. So it's interesting to see who's going to show up on a kind of a one off ride, maybe even a one off tire brand. And mm-hmm. that's, I, I like that competition. So who knows? I mean, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be your really boy, fun. Is your boy Gilbert going to do the 200? I don't know. You, know? <laughs> you guys pretty tight michael gilbert Jeff oh White, yeah oh yeah you know? oh yeah huh? absolutely you know you and ollie co gonna get matching you know, tattoos that's yeah we're working on that for uh april probably yeah well everybody look we appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast thank you so much to my brother jeff white who used to beat me up when we were kids i have many mental and physical scars from him i mean no, listen, I wanna... everybody the time you ran me over with the car or threw the dart in my shoulder maybe through the pot of boiling rice on my back no we can we can leave that for the next one we do next you know one? I, okay yeah, yeah. Right. I, I mean yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you having me on this was uh awesome you know I and mean, uh, you and jp do a fantastic job and uh mm. it's just really no seriously it's really good to be here and uh you know hey what are you gonna do hey do what are you gonna do uh, what are you gonna do hey pete hey, hey pete here, wisconsin what are you gonna do here's the thing i don't think you said anything really stupid so none of your boys are gonna bust your balls Okay, listen to the podcast. I well, don't how much? Think. Well, I really had no preparation for this. Actually, <laughs> literally drove down to Best Buy and bought uh, a microphone. I mean, within ten minutes, Greg says, "Hey, you want to do the podcast with me?" I mean, I've been bust, busted his balls to do this podcast for however many years it's been going on, and I got a quick eight of them. Two hundred eight. Quick text message today. I'm like, oh, okay, I can be home in thirty minutes. So, uh, you know, if it's a little, I apologize. If it's a little, you know, incoherent on my end, but. Um, no, I really appreciate it, you know, and, and and everything that, you know, you guys, you and JP do. You guys are fantastic and, and you know, a lot of fans out there for you. All right. I appreciate it. But Absolutely. JP is just stuck at the track, people. That's all. He's got a crazy track schedule. He's out there for another nine days. So he'll be back next week. We'll talk about World Superbike and the first race of the season. We'll figure out what's going on there as they'll have those three races, the two long races and the sprint race. So we'll have a ton to talk about there. And we're inching ever closer to the Daytona 200 when JP and I will be down there commentating with the rest of our team. So we look forward to it. Jeff White, enjoy enjoy Connecticut weather. Thanks so much. And I'll tell you what, because I let JP do this, I don't let him do it, but because he does it, why don't you go ahead and, and, and say goodbye to everybody and take us out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if I didn't mention you this time, maybe I'll get you there next time. Gorilla Racing, baby. My boy, Anthony Sabatino, keeping it real. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time.